0: Hey there everyone, this is Tyler Piper from 5 Tool Productions and this is the Create Smarter Podcast. Today, we're talking about John Bazagian of b Pest Control. Now, while you might not think this is the most glorious company to hear from, John's story is definitely unique. Now, after working a corporate job in San Francisco for about a decade, John moved back to Massachusetts to help grow his family business from 3 to 20 people. They're actually one of the biggest pest control companies in the area. And we talk about his decision to move back, the importance of personalization, and why he's always focused on the day at hand. It's a great one, and it starts right now. So we welcome in John. John, how are you doing? Hey, how's it going, Tyler? Nice to see you. I'm doing very good. Good to see you as well. So we're talking about B&B Pest Control. G- give me kind of the 30,000 foot view. Explain it to me. What is it?
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, listen, um, it's a company um, that I've been running pretty much for the last eight years. Uh, I took it over from my father. or I don't really take it over, but I've kind of brought it into the new era. Um, I grew up doing this alongside my father. Um, he's been doing it for forty years. Uh, we're we're a residential commercial pest control company. Focusing pretty much on uh, you know the things you you know most people deal with: mice, rats, ants, bed bugs. Um, you know we don't do wildlife so much. Uh, we're pretty much all Eastern Mass. Uh, we kind of don't go past Worcester. That's kind of our threshold, and we go all the way down. You know the Cape up to Newburyport. But um, yeah, we're about a twenty man company, twenty guy man company. You know definition of a small business pest control. Uh, but for pest control in this state, we're probably one of the the bigger companies um you know even though only 20 people were big for a pest control company but yeah we do residents i actually
0: that's kind of what i thought i think it's like 20 people it's like that actually sounds bigger than i actually would give you um, yep. guys credit for honestly which is cool with that in mind though has it always been kind of a 20 man shop Have no, you guys no, grown over no, time no, no no no
1: when i came on board
0: <laughs> uh, it was three
1: people i think uh was my father the guy on the phone yeah. another guy helping out and then me um you know we didn't have logos on trucks we didn't even have a website. We didn't have anything. You know, I not It's nothing. I want to say we. When I came on board, I'm like, we're, you know, I I've been working in the IT digital world. Um, I have a very re- unique um, how I came into pest control, right? And it, it kind of gave me some leverage, you know, believe it or not. Um, because I knew websites, I knew how to social media, I knew that stuff. Uh, whereas most pest control guys, most old school service companies, you know, the family owned. Most of these, are, if you look into the pest control, if if you looked in twenty sites today, Tyler, you'd see about. 15 of them family owned. It's usually passed down. Um, people aren't jumping for joy to go work in pest control, which is fine by me because it allows me to have more business. But it's a, it's a market <laughs> where it's, it's mostly sons, and daughters, people coming up through the family. Um, and I wasn't in it, uh, you know, if we get into this, but I wasn't in it for 10 years. I had left it. Um, I thought I'd be doing it when I was younger. You know, I looked up to my father, said I'd probably be doing pest control, left for 10 years after college, came back. Uh, which is probably a good thing. Maybe I wasn't exhausted or hit a wall or anything like that, but yeah, we're three people, um, five, six, the next year, six, seven, and now we're hiring a higher rate. Um, we're trying to stay in this zone. I don't want to be bigger, to be honest with you. I don't want to be 100, 200 person. Say that now, call me in three years. I don't know, maybe, but, you know. But right now,
0: <laughs> yeah, you just you get know? a little excited and yeah. say, maybe I can, you know, we'll bring on another you know, 20, 30 well, people, I, right? I'm still
1: in the spot where, you know, I can deal with every guy. Every guy can get a hold of me. I'm not a big timer. You know, he can't talk to me or anything like that or reach me and walk into my office. So, you know, I don't want to be at a level where a guy doesn't even know who I am or something or can't reach out to me, so, yeah.
0: Very cool. So t- tell me about your background, because I think that's the thing that's kind of interesting of it all. And like you said, it actually probably helps you along the way, too, because as opposed to just being, you know, ingrained in just pest control and going out and servicing people, you actually learned kind of the other side of it, which was yeah. the marketing part. Like you said, the social media, the, the generating yeah. leads p- portion of yeah. it. Give me a little yeah. bit more of kind of your, your background on it.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, so I was selling leads. I was always in sales. I've kind of, anyone who's known me, I kind of like to talk and I can I can pitch in uh you know, um, I can get people, you know, to get on board with me and I I have no problem giving free services out first just to show the trust in me and stuff like that. Um, and it's a little bit easier in pest control. That's what used to kill me. So I used to sell IT media. I used to sell leads. And I remember, you know, we'd sell some lead to a marketing guy, a woman, um, And the program be going terrible. I'm like, you know, why don't we give them something else? I mean, they spent a lot of money here. I mean, they could lose their job of buying this thing here. Like, why don't we, you know, like, well, no, you can't do that. We have numbers and people, we can't just do that for everyone. I'm like, if this was me, I would do it. I always said to myself, if I owned it, I go, the goodwill would buy me, you know, bad program, maybe work me again, maybe come back later on Um, the goodwill, you know? So now it's it's really cool to have your own product, your own thing where I can, I can stand by everything. Um, It was tough when I was a sales guy, I was a great salesman. I'd sell it, but after I sold it, it was out of my hands. And I couldn't, I wasn't touching anything in the background, you know, that it wasn't up to me um, how the program ran after I stole it. Here, I I can jump in any time. I, I try not to, but I can jump in anytime. And if something's going wrong, I can swoop in and solve it. But basically what I what I gained from the industry I was in was mostly like like I said, uh, you know, I didn't have to waste as many ad dollars and I didn't have to get played by companies who come in and suck on these small mom and pop plumbers, you know, pest control, small people don't didn't know anything 10 years ago about social media come in overcharge you because you don't know where to start i knew the prices i knew what they could do um and full disclosure now i don't handle any of my social media websites i helped put them together originally but now you know as i got bigger i knew i needed someone to do it i found a person who can handle that stuff but i know i'm not getting killed or screwed on my end because i actually know what it costs to do i know how much time it takes to do it um so i got that advantage over pest you know a lot of pest control owners but also the ability just to generate leads um you know, when I was thrown into the San Francisco, you know, they gave me three, four hundred junk accounts in the CRM system. Half of them might not even been open anymore. You don't know. You send sending emails, out calls, out, bing, bing. You know, things aren't ringing. Um, here, you know, I'm one of the few pest control guys. I send out letters continuously. Um, I send out emails. I proactive. It that's not a common thing. You know, people. No, no So when I you say you
0: you're sending out emails and you're sending out letters, are you personally doing that? You have a marketing company that does um, it? Or are you saying them, nope? I'm I'm have- banging the emails myself.
1: Yeah. No, I, I'm a big believer in personalization. So, um, yeah, we do have our basic marketing. If you go on Facebook and you're friends with me or you know me or, or someone who knows me, you might see a, an ad pop through and stuff like that. But uh, I hand, I buy about each year about 1,000 or 2,000 cards, my name on it, uh, B&B envelope. I'll personally handwrite it. And uh, and then I'll personally type up a letter and personally sign. Not, no no copy. I'll make sure my actual ink's on there. Um, and I'll tell them, you know, here's what we're doing. I, and, and I don't have to force it down anyone's throat because now with Yelp, in word of mouth in our company, I'm big on online reviews. I kind of say, go look for yourself. Go ask anyone else. Here's my reference sheet. Call around. And when you're ready, you get to meet. But I write these personalized letters. Um, and I think that shocks them. A lot of owners are not going to be writing a personalized, handwritten. Sometimes I'll write in cursive. I pulled back on that. Uh, I don't know. People, but, you know, it's almost like I'm writing a love letter. But uh, I write cursive letters, um, you know, small gift cards, Dunkin' Donuts gift cards, anything just to get in the door. Um, where I, that's not happening in our industry, but that happened a lot where I was before because you were doing anything just to get in there, and there was gatekeepers and stuff like that. Um, you know, it, so I, I do that, um, on a probably weekly or monthly basis. I'll kind of set aside time, write some letters, um, send out brochures. I got thousands of brochures that I built. Um, kind of us home. Here's what we do, here's what we've done it for, and here's what we can do for you. Boom send them out. Um, and, and I just keep doing it. Cause you know, and you've probably been sales. Anyone's been in sales knows it's just not, it's a numbers game. So if I send out a thousand, of these eventually someone's going to look at it. Someone's going to throw it to the side, but they're going to grab it one day. Um, and I'm there for when the other company screws up. And that's usually how I get my leads. And, I, and our biggest thing, I know I'm rambling a little bit here, but is once we get those leads, we don't lose those people. That's where that's where our bread and butter is. Well, I was moving. gonna
0: say, just how important is that? You know, everybody always talks about get in the new one, get in the next one, get yeah. in the next one. It doesn't matter if they're going out the back door, right? It's well, how, just talk right about now, the importance of keeping everybody, right?
1: At this time, you know, I don't know when this is gonna play or whatever, but you know, we're dealing with the coronavirus. This time more than ever, than than any time ever, we are thankful for the accounts we have, the contracts we've got. A lot of these ones where guys were like, you know, why are we doing this account? This one stings, I don't like this one, it's not like it's not gravy. When I mean my gravy is just like a simple one call. Someone calls us got a rat. Let's go solve it. I'm talking about the, you know, housing authorities, the, you know, the section A's, the multifamilies, the ones that weigh you down some days, um, you know, they're tough to do. Um, you know, those ones keep the lights on, you know, and those ones, if you take care of them now, look at the, they're still with us right now. Um, you know, the restaurants that are staying in business um, and, and and things like that. Th- these are the people, you know, th- that's what you need right now. If you don't have a base account kind of right now, True, you have to lay up everyone. I, I can keep these guys busy for a bit, and so we, we got hopefully get out of this, you know, pandemic. But uh, I mean, that's the benefit. They what's that saying? I figure what it is, but it costs like eight, you know, way more to get a new customer than to keep the one you have than
0: it is to keep one, right? Yeah, no, no, no totally 100% agree. And we see the same thing with us, too, right? Like, if we have one get someone in the door, it costs us, and the not just the amount of money it cost to try to get them, but the amount of time it took to actually get yep. them is insane, right? I mean, the amount of yep. phone calls, the amount of pitches, the amount of PowerPoint yep. decks I've had to build, right? Just yep. the, the little things that you know you forget that, yeah, this took me probably three working weeks to actually close this deal. <laughs> exactly. When really, when you look at it and say, oh, but I've got this one client, they pay me X amount of dollars every single yep. month. Let's keep them as happy as possible because they're going to keep paying, and like you said, they're going to keep the lights on for you if something goes wrong.
1: And like you said, like and, and I'll take and I listen. I've been there, and I've learned my lessons. At first, you know, this pain in the ass account a call, whatever, and you're like, I don't want to pick up this call, but just pick up that one call. Or like you said, you might be looking at three weeks of work getting a new company. If you just put, you know, put your head down, and talk to that guy five ten minutes, solve whatever problem, or just hear people out. That's the biggest thing in the industry I'm in. Solving the issue,
0: right? They they have problems. They're calling you, right? They're <laughs> screaming at us. They're either screaming, crying,
1: yelling. Something's going on. You know, I have a bug. I have this. I can't believe I got it. You know, some people are ashamed that they got a certain pest. No one's ever like, yeah, hey, they're always like coming at us, right? So you know, this is and, and we always joke we're not a person you want to see. either. no one's happy. The pest control guys at the door. They they worry when we park our truck, stuff like that. So you know, it's a tough industry when it comes to that. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it's cust- It's a big time customer service industry because you gotta really, you know, a lot of times. You know, my phone guy's great because he's just, uh, he, he can be paid by the hour like a therapist. He just sits there and listens to people, listens to them cry, lets them cry it out, and then by the end, they're fine. We take care of them and stuff like that. But a lot of it's just listening to people. out. it's frustrating. It's, I always say, it's frustrating for us too. There's good and bad to pest control. The good thing is, is are learn right now, it's recession proof, right? Rats, mice, bugs, they don't know what's going on, they're still out there. That's good, but the other problem is. It's not like you asked me to paint a picture for you or build a, a deck and then I'm done. I wave my hands, you give me a check, and that's it. We're going our way. You know, the mice will come back one day. The pet bugs could come back one day. Ants come back every year. So the pests, you always going to keep working at pests. It's not a one-time, you know, beautiful. I just painted you an awesome picture. And that's it. We sold it to you. It's like you got to keep working at it. And it's frustrating because like, well, you know, I'm paying you to do this. Why is there mice? Because there's always going to be mice. Mice and rats have been there as long as humans have been there. So it's, that's, the, that's the tricky part about pest control. Is there's no. And then when things are going too well, people want to stop using it. It's like, oh, we have no more pests anymore. But that's because you've been using us. And then when they call back service, <laughs> then they come Remember, back. Remember, you haven't right? seen
0: so- anybody? That's because of me, right? You want yeah, to exactly. It going, yeah. Right?
1: It's like, when it's going too well, they're like, oh, we don't need to pay you anymore. It's like, no, that's why you should pay me even more now is because you're not seeing nothing. That's the that's the funny part. That's what kills us. But I get it. You know, People say, well, it looks like you did your job. It's like. Yeah, for now, you know, like I said, these rats, mice, they they don't watch the news. They don't know what's going on. They don't care there's a coronavirus out there. You know, they're just looking for food. So it's like, you know, I mean, we're going to get shorted a little bit. because people. We're going to get shorted this year for us is the people that kind of do the, um, hey, you know what? I'll spray the outside of my house, make sure no insects come in. Now, really, only cause we're getting is like someone's actually seen a pest. And they're calling us. We're not getting those people with the extra. There's money. No, there's nothing
0: change. proactive, right? Yes, reactive. Exactly. Kind of pro- reactive right yes. now because they, the they don't want to try to, to spend any. They don't want to spend any money right now. They're saying, "Okay, I'm not doing anything unless I see something actually, yes, you know, exactly. totally hit the fan." Right. So yep. it, it makes sense. So I mean, I want to get into this one part with you. You mentioned so you've got 20 employees. You talk about yep. writing letters. What do you do on a day-to-day basis? Kind of what is your kind of role? Do you feel like you fit in with yeah. it? So you a little bit mean, of everything? How do you spend your time?
1: Yeah. Well, you probably know this. Probably all owners know this. But like now with our phones and everything, we're never not working, right? So I hate that. You know, after work, maybe I go to get a drink. I go to pick up dinner for the, before I go home for the family. And I always love that people are like, oh, you're out of work already? I'm like, yeah, I guess physically I'm out of work, but I'm not out of work. Someone could call me any second. Yeah, 10 o'clock is going to
0: hit, and I'm going to be on the phone for another two hours. Yeah, I'm <laughs>
1: talking to you right now, and I'm already seeing the text messages piling up. Of God knows what I'm going to walk into afterwards. But uh, no, my typical – I'm an early riser, um, real early. Um, when there was gyms open, I would go. But now its I'm up around 5, around 5.30, 6 o'clock, I pile into the office. Um, I still have my hands – now, while, while I don't micromanage in the sense I don't call the guys all day, I don't check in on them. Uh, I do have eyes on the whole schedule. I have a system. It's a uh, you know I actually give them a plug. It's called Fieldwork HQ. Um, great company, family owned, and they they, they they give me a lot of support. But it has my whole schedule uh, for all my guys, right? So I look at it. I make sure they all have enough work. And if they don't, then I can find something for them to do. Or just because I have a better knack at it, I might look at the schedule and say, Hey, you know this guy's going from Cambridge over to Brockton, and this guy's down in Nova. Like, why wouldn't he just go to Brock? So I fix that. So I kind of polish the schedule at first. Uh, then I make sure that, th- that I do that first because if I don't do that, guys already, they have their apps on the phone. They jump on the, into their trucks. I want to get hold of them, make sure they understand what their work is for the day. Then after I do that about an hour, hour and a half, I'll pop back into yesterday's work and see how they filled out the reports. Did they, number one, did they get the money, collect the money? That's the biggest thing, right? Um, you got to collect the money. And the problem with pest control is if you don't collect it, they're going to hold it over you. So say you went to a place and you, you didn't get the payment. Then you're going to say, well, I still got a problem. So now you're going back two, three thousand. Now they're holding the money over you, and they're not giving it to you. Now they're using the problem. So I always yeah, it. it
0: becomes a ransom, right? It's a different yeah, story. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. And
1: then you start extorting us. and it's, So so that's that's part two. So part two is how did you do the day before, right? And then part three is what's going on for tomorrow. So first is today. Then I go backwards yesterday. Then I go forwards. What's going on tomorrow? I'm a big uh, day-to-day. I, you know, I, I talk a little bit about what we're going to do in the future and things like that, but I'm really today day to day. I'm always just looking at the next couple of days. I'm not looking. I barely ever look. My schedule could be all con whatever in the next, the next week. And it's all messed up. I don't even look at that. I'm looking at Thursday. Like right now I'm just looking at Thursday, Friday, close out on Saturday. We get some guys working Saturday. All right. How do we do that? week? Then I'll, then I'll worry about that. Um, so I, st- so I, my st- first three or four hours is all scheduling stuff. And then what I'll do is I'll pop back in the office. My brother works with us. My, um, I got a couple other people on the phone, a couple remote people. I'll check in each other one of them. Do I have any issues on my hand? Is there anything I need to know about? All right. That's why I always ask them. Um, my biggest thing with my my office people and my texts is I don't like being blindsided. You can mess up, you can screw up, do whatever. Tell me the truth. Let me get us out of it. And to, I hate being about getting a call going. You know what are you going to do about this problem over here? And then I'm like, I can't answer because I don't know about the problem at whatever street,
0: right? Well, that, so that's the thing. That, Just I mean, with any business, I don't care what industry. Yeah. you're in. Communication is probably the most important thing. I mean, with a client, with your employees, yes. with your, you know, your vendors, whatever it may be. If something's wrong, if you tell them ahead of time, right when it happens, hey, this is wrong, we screwed up. Here's how I'm going to fix it. Yep. Guess what? No one's going to get mad at you. They can't because they say, yeah. all right, they realize they screwed up, right? I mean, it's it's a different yeah, story. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, hey, some still will get
1: mad. You know how a few people will, but but uh, yeah. most part, any normal person will say, understand it. And uh, it also goes with the guys too. My text. They don't understand. Sometimes they might be running late. They don't call someone. They will tell them. Again, communicate. It's all communication. I go. No one's be mad. You're running late because you were late at the other job. The guy held you back. That's not your fault. But where it is your fault, is you don't tell the person. They might have came home from work, scheduled some time, and you're not updating them. You know what I'm saying? If they want to get mad at you because the other job held you back, then I'll take care of them. That that is no, you know. But if you don't tell them what's going on, they have a right to be mad. So, um, you know, we're on top of that, guys. Um, I try to kind of. Each people in my office I kind of, you know, you handle these couple guys, you handle these couple guys, you handle these couple guys, um, you know, so everyone's kind of watching over a few groups. Uh, but yeah, my first four hours, and then after the first four hours, I just, no matter what it is, I might go eat, I might take a walk. and they don't take a walk, I just I unplug from a, or box, whatever. I go for 30, 40 minutes, just clear my head. Because then I know I'm walking into some more problems when I get back in the office. So it's like, I need the sign of myself so I don't go insane. Uh, my father, still works with us, he's what I've learned, one one valuable piece of advice that I've got up here, I, I have a little bit of a short temper sometimes to dial it, right? So I might – I might someone might be acting ridiculous on the customer end, and, and I'll snap back and kind of go down to their level, and I should right? So I've done way better at that. What I do is I'll call my father, you know he's been doing this for and we just bet. You know, we might talk. We might say something about the customer. We might say something about our tech. We just go bananas for 30, 40 minutes, um, and then on emails – you know that, and I've read it in a million places. You've probably heard of this. I'll write the email I want to write, look at it, delete it, we come back, and then write what I should write. You know, the one I want to yeah, really. The, the way
0: back. I always put it is: never put the actual two in the actual line yet. Oh, that's right? a good way like, write the it. email and yeah, then go back and say read that's it. That's a better thing in case you get... accidentally hit that
1: uh, that send button, <laughs> oh, right?
0: <laughs> because I've done that. I've done that plenty of times. I'll, I'll say, share with you a real quick story act, about right? that.
1: My first. This is back in the old industry, back in 05 maybe. And uh, I was Bill even doing emails. And uh, this guy, and I was trying he was just, he was just being rude to me, curt with me. And, uh, you know, I didn't get it. Now that I'm an owner, I get it. I was harassing the hell out of him, just asking him for meetings, calls, whatever. So then I forwarded over to my boss, or at least I thought I did. And uh, I said, how do you want me to handle this asshole? And, and uh, I looked, the guy's on the email. And I tried to do a recall. And I don't know, you know remember a recall. Recall don't work. Right. All this no, the guy no, no. The recall the thing. The
0: unsend button wasn't a real thing, right? Yeah, it, was yeah, there, it but didn't work. Worked.
1: I always heard rumors that it, no, it didn't work, and the guys were back too late, right? <laughs> After I sent it, too late. I'm like shit, right? So I was like, I was dying. But yeah, but that's actually I, that is one tip I'll take from now. Sometimes I'll put it in the two. I'll put it to the person, uh, and I'll write it. That I like your idea of maybe holding back on that, but uh, that way I don't accidentally ever send one of these things out. But back to what we're talking about, you know. Uh, you know, that, that's the first part of my day. Second part of my day is kind of just seeing what's going on, checking in. Uh, but I, I, I'm a big, mo- I'm, I'll be honest, you, I'm cashed out by 1, 2 o'clock. I get up 5, 6. I, I'm, a, I'm a morning person. I'm I like to get ahead of everything. And then in the afternoon, I try to just, you know, I, and I'll check what I do in the afternoon on my way home. I'll, I'll call my main office phone guy. I'll check in with him, my brother, my father, everyone else. Any big jobs we had that day, I'll check in, make sure they went right, stuff like that. And then, uh, but there are still some days down that, um, you know, I'm still on the road, and I, and I like to be on the road once in a while. Uh, on the road for a couple of reasons. One, I might go originally if the big account, I just want to show face, make sure they know they trust me, put a face in me. Uh, second reason I go is because it's a big-time problem, and we got to get out of it. So uh, the good thing is most times – but I find now if I hold back, if I come out too often and we don't solve things, it, it loses its value. If I pull back and I don't come out much, and then we pull the old owner, the Trump guy, the owner's going to come. The owner will take care of you. And the people, no matter how crazy or hysterical they've been, will calm down. They think they're being treated you know, real well and stuff like yeah,
0: that. Yeah, they think that, yeah. okay, now I've gotten to the manager, right? I've yeah. gotten to the person in charge, right? Yeah. Mean, they think, okay, there's no one above this person I yes, can talk yes. to. So I want to go right to the source, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> but the problem is that I come and I promise the world because then I, I just want them off my back. And then I, I forget that I did that. And I go back to the office so like, well, how are we going to do this? I'm like, oh, shit. Forgot about that. It's not that easy. You know, my guys get a lot of flack and they don't deserve it. My office sometimes be like, you know, they, they promised this, they told the customer this, they did this. And uh, you know, it, they, and they didn't tell us they, you know, they're killing us yet. And I go, you know, it's hard. They're on the they're on the road, the person's screaming at them up their ass, they're mad about something. You know how that you'll say whatever it takes. It's, the, it's like being in a fight with your you know, your partner. Like you'll say whatever it takes to get out of this thing, right? So sometimes you say something, forget it, regret it. So it goes back to what we were talking about. Communication, I said, I don't mind if you promise a little something, but you gotta tell us because then we don't want the person calling us two weeks on why didn't you do this? You know, that I hate that. That's you know, customer service, hands down, is what makes us, I think, better than most of the companies out there. Uh, it, I'm on, I'm you know, whether we have info emails, sales emails, but I'm part of every email circulation. My eyes are on, it. and I'm I i do not I stay out of most, I don't jump in there, but I'm in, I can see everything, I can see all what's going on. And you know, I can jump in when, when need be, and you know, again, back to the owner thing. I was like, Hey, it's the owner of the company, blah blah blah. And it just it keeps people, people love being and that. It goes back to the cards, anyway. You now, the owner's writing, to you, so he's handwriting, he can't, clearly knows my account, he doesn't think me is just a number. Uh, so these are things that we do. Um, and I stress it with my guys, uh, you know, go, go, go make a follow up call, go, go back and just check in on them. Go go make you know, you know, maybe bring them over. Like I said, I'll give them the gift cards, bring it over to them. Just do something. to show that we're we're on top of them and then, and then uh, I always say that you're not a number. You know, you know how it is. it's called it Comcast or something like that. They, don't care know
0: who you they are. have no idea who you are. They don't yeah, know who John Bruggey is, right? They don't know who Tyler Piper is. They have no yeah. idea. They <laughs> say, what's your name? And they call you some, you know, they call me, you know, T- Akita or something like, who, yeah, yeah. where'd you come up with this? Like, but they, they have no idea what I'm doing. They look yeah. at the numbers that you're putting down, right? They, they no don't care clue. about my
1: problem. You know, maybe I say, hey, I, I got some issue here in specific and this is why I need this. You I'm not just asking for this. So you ask like, you know. We have different levels like I can tell when someone's really in the jam. If they're in that jam, then we'll take care of them. Some people just complain if they say complain. And they, you gotta know that's that what makes you that's what makes us more skilled when you know who's just uh right, they're gonna complain, we will take care of them, but they're going down the pecking order. and who's got the problem, they move off. Um that's always been my father's biggest thing, you know. He was a small company then, but it's always stand true of the island there's Just run for the problem. Sometimes you say to yourself, like, we are making no money on this one, you know, they're killing us, blah blah. blah. He's like, just run, just run and go do it. It's going to push you up over you, but go through it long term. That's going to, and it has, it builds up our word of mouth, our reputation. You know. And, and if you do that, that you level.
0: mentioned that. You talk about reviews being everything for you, right? Yeah. They go back and write a review. I mean, that's worth the price in gold, right? Sometimes yeah. that's worth, you know, that's I'll go in the hole there, if I get a review, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I know you like and I can do. talk
0: probably for an entire day. We probably hang out and just say, that I think we need to go get a <laughs> beer and do this next time. But so to kind of wrap this up, I mean, the, the one thing I think I feel like I've heard this entire time is just personalization. And that's front to back, where you mentioned the, the outreach from the, the letter. You talk about kind of um, personalization with your own employees, kind of checking in yep. on them, talking with them, making sure that they know like, hey, you're present. You're just not some guy that's you know saying, hey, where's the money? I'm going to go hang on a beach later today, right? Yeah, the following that and, time. good.
1: You know, I give yeah. them cash bonuses at the end of the month. I invite them to my house a couple of times. They have parties outside. Like you said, yeah, if there's anybody that can give is, you know, and listen, and I, and I look around the industry and say, don't, you know, even if you're being successful, don't big time anyone. Do. Yeah, the personalization, the, 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 the let people know you're there, you're part of it, is huge when you're in small business. In any business, really. I mean, I get it, the bigger the company, but it, yeah, just show people you care. When you just, that that simple letter that simple call that simple gift card, that that's huge it goes a long way you know you just don't sit back and let everyone do the work for you you, you got to still be involved I think that, that's the, that's the advice I side
0: awesome that's awesome John so for anybody that wants to get in contact with me if they have questions about pests or they have questions about you know kind of run and growing a small business uh where where can they get you where can they find you
1: yeah I mean go email first but we jump call right through a number out there with John J-O-H-N, at bees and boy bees and boy pest.com so John at bbpest.com. Um, I throw that out there on LinkedIn sometimes too. I'm open. anyone, uh, a competitor can email me. I don't care. I don't know. We'll talk. I, I have no feelings to anyone. So, uh, yeah. If, if anyone has a question about they want to get the pest control or any industry. I'd love to give my advice. Um, I think on I mean, the, like you said, a unique situation where I was kind of in the corporate world, went back into this. You don't see it a lot. Uh, so I kind of have two perspectives. So I, I, I'm always happy to help somebody out.